Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning, and we are at full capacity. We've got a studio full. You are in for such a real treat this morning. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Alma Coffee, sustainably grown, veteran-owned, and direct trade, which means, of course, from seed to cup, there are no middlemen. Please go check them out at myalmacoffee.com and go visit their roastery cafe at 3448 Holly Springs Parkway in Canton. As for Leticia or Haria, <laughs> I did that to Haria a couple of times ago. Haria, I always say Leticia and Haria. Actually, his name is Harry. He's a fantastic person, but Leticia is the brains of the outfit. As for either one of them, and please tell them that Stone sent you. All right, first up on Cherokee Business Radio this morning, it is my distinct pleasure to introduce from Orcanus Technologies, Mr. Ron Sweatland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Stone. How are you? I am doing well, man. Been looking forward to this conversation. Uh, tell us a little bit about mission, purpose. Uh, what are you out there trying to do for folks, man? Well, we're just trying to keep everybody in the community and elsewhere safe, Um there's a there's a real threat out there. Um, unfortunately, we only hear about the big stuff, but nobody's immune to ransomware attacks, any kind of criminal activity. Um, and we're protectors by nature anyways. Uh, that comes just from upbringing, um, my time in the Navy. And we just want everybody to be safe. We want to bring education to the community because uh, that's the last thing that you want to do is have that phone call with me saying, it's too late. We've been hacked. So I, yeah, yeah. I know it's got to be an incredible uh, torture for large organizations, but I can't imagine like an organization the size of mine. We would be crippled, I would think, if we got one of these ransomware thingies. And you know, for small business people, often we're watching every penny. We're taking a look at the rent, our labor costs, materials, you know, all that kind of thing. Uh, absolutely uh, necessary service. But I got to wonder about the backstory. I mean, while everybody else was playing Cowboys and Indians, so you said, well, I'm going to protect people from. <laughs> How did you get into this line of work? Well, it started actually probably when I was maybe starting about 15 years old. Um, my mother was actually in, she's been in the industry for a while in the computer industry. Huh. And uh, my mom can't send email. <laughs> <laughs> we can help her with that. Okay. Um, so. A lot of times, there, my choices either were um, go to Massachusetts and build houses with my grandfather, or I would work <laughs> um, in a house, or I'm sorry, in, in a, a warehouse, um, starting to do computer work and stuff like that uh, with one of the any of the companies that my mother was working for at the time. And you know, one of the claims of fame that kind of shows my age is um, we did. Two projects. One of them was uh, going over here to uh, Charlotte, where we did, uh, at the time, it was called Wachovia Bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the warehouse was filled all the way to the top with computers. So that was one of the major projects that I started with, um, getting the computers all built up, getting them packed up, putting all, all the software on there, 
and it just kind of went from there. Um, you know, throughout my career, I've always been in some capacity in the computer industry. Uh, some of the other things that I would do is, you know, I was in the Navy for a while. Uh, I was on the USS Los Angeles, which was a fast attack sub. Um, we was part of the sonar division and weapons department, so we got to either listen to things under the water or go shoot big guns like Tomahawk cruise missiles. Wow. How mentally tough would you have to be? I mean, my entire frame of reference for this is television and the movies, but you're in a very confined space. Mm-hmm. The stuff that you're looking over and considering employing is very dangerous stuff. You must be incredibly mentally tough, which I'm sure serves you well in your, in your work. Because um, I would go berserk. I got that they would fire me on the first cruise. <laughs> yeah. So when you're going through submarine school and everything else, you, you get tested and tested and tested. And if at any point in that time they feel that you're not going to cut it, you know, they can send you to a desk job or to the, the surface fleet. Um, it's the whole thing where. They had to put a mop in my hands. <laughs> no, yeah. buddy, you belong up down. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so like a class of 100, after that 100 go um, comes through, maybe 20 people come out. And then after you get oh, to wow. that, you go to your first school. Mine was sonar school. And even with that, you know, of a few people going in, you know, the, you know only of even if fewer people coming out. So yeah. there's always a cutoff process the entire way. Um, they had uh, whoever – it was basically – at the end, when you finished your school, depending on how you ranked in the class, you got to pick where you wanted to get stationed. So um, I got to go to Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, if that tells you my ranking. Wow. <laughs> um, and it was pretty good. Uh, I, when I was in Pearl Harbor, I didn't see a lot of it because we were always out to sea because <laughs> of the missions that we had to do. But um, I did have an opportunity to go to Japan quite a bit. Um, we were in South Korea, Australia, Tasmania. Um, Tasmanian devils do exist. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. They're not little brown guys that run around and make a lot of noise. But um, So basically, after the Navy, you know, I went from a few different kinds of jobs, still staying you know, partially within the co- computer realm at some point or the other. I did do um, a, a little bit of stuff because I've, you know, some of the folks in my family were mechanics, so I've worked at, like, mechanic stations or, you know, Goodyear Gemini-type places and stuff. But I always seemed to come around, you know, went, got, you know, two degrees. My first one was actually pre-law um, criminal justice. And then uh, after that, um, I went to school here before uh, Kennesaw State took over. It was Southern Poly. Mm-hmm. Um got my degree there uh the funny story with that was is my um senior project they basically asked us to uh take this room just filled with old servers and stuff like that and they said we need this virtualized well the project was supposed to be a six or i'm sorry um it was uh what was it a a three-year project we had it done in six months Mm -hmm. um they actually built out the data center and stuff for us and the funny thing was is as i'm crossing the stage basically they're like we don't know how any of this works. Can, do you want a job? <laughs> so, um, you know, staying in the virtualization field, just racking my brains with that. 
Um, I'd always been in the security portion of it as well. My degree is actually in cybersecurity. Um, you have a degree in cybersecurity. Correct. So, so that, it's, it's, that hasn't even existed for too long, I wouldn't think. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> yep, security and assurance. Um, yeah. So just kind of going from there, you know, we all have had um, things where we've had jobs and stuff like that where, you know, just something doesn't work out. And it's the whole mantra there where it's like you don't quit a job, you quit a boss. It just, it, you know, unfortunate circumstances. And finally, the final straw was, is you know what, I, I can do this. Um, I had, you know, a very um, wonderful support program. You know, my wife works full time. All right, now um, I can hear. Let me. I got to stop you. You, you got, you got all this job security. You got, you, your things are going well, and you go home and you tell Honey Bunch, I'm gonna own. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start running my own thing. What was that conversation like? <laughs> I think actually thinking back of it, you know, after kind of doing a lot of the job hunting and stuff and people just at that point not realizing, you know, the potential that I would be able to bring to their company. Um, I think she was actually the one that actually said, why don't you just start your own thing? You've always talked about it. Well, Shout you know, out to her. What is her name? What it's is- Jennifer. You go, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay. So getting her support. um, she was fortunately making enough to, you know, support everything. Um, and, you know, we went from there. And, you know, it, it was tough. Um, going was it hard from, in the beginning? I mean, it's hard to, oh, yeah. Yeah, to get those first few customers and stuff. Right. It was really hard to get the first customers. You know, my first customer is probably still my best customer that I have. Well, Don't tell a, anybody that, that, but. That says a lot, though, right, guys? I yeah. mean, everybody here at the table knows that that, I mean, that means a lot. Right. Oh, for sure. Um, and uh, that was actually a word of mouth from um, another uh, couple that you had on a few weeks ago, Magnetize Me. Oh, yeah. So they take care of their website, and they referred me to them to say, hey, you know, maybe you check this guy out. So neat. Um, so it all circles around. So, yeah, just that that con- continual support that she would give to to us. Um, and then just it's it's finally starting to, you know, get take off and stuff like that. So, Well, I am delighted to hear it. So let's talk a little bit about the problem, some of the strategies toward a solution. Help us get a good handle on uh, what the problem is, what it looks like, how to how to um, look at our situation and determine if we ought to at least just have a conversation with, with, with you or somebody on your team. Well, the, the first thing is, is to look at your computer. Am I using a reputable antivirus software? Is it, mm. is it monitoring me live? Am I... Even going back further than that, am I going to websites that are potentially places I shouldn't be going? Um, <laughs> Why is he because, looking at you, Luke? <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> um, you know, going from even starting from there, um, the biggest delivery method is through email. So huh. um, I find a lot of times that's. That's usually what it is, and it looks harmless. People get right. PDFs and stuff all the time. Well, it's very easy to go in, you know, for somebody with the right skill set to go in and, and embed things into that. So it's like, oh, yeah, uh, this looks like a normal PDF, but 
after you download it on your computer, that's it. it game You're is done. Over. Ouch. Um, so is that just like a basic rule? Don't download PDFs or don't download it unless you know who you're getting. I mean, what are the, what's you, the common sense, just general operating procedures for, for just regular folks? Like, well, you like could us. say, you know what, download something from somebody that you know. However, that doesn't always work either because if somebody you're getting, if that person's account has been hacked and uh-huh. then they send you something, it's like, oh, well, this is from such and such. I know oh, that yeah, this is yeah. safe. And then you download it and then that's it. So you're scaring the bejesus out of me right now, Ron. <laughs> it's it's the one of the things that I do try to do is, is not try to scare people. <laughs> I try to educate, I'd like to say. So a good reputable antivirus software solution is gonna have something where it scans it before it even downloads. Okay, it. so that's a good start. That's so just that's like table start. stakes. Don't even turn the thing on without that. Right. Okay. So a good antivirus solution is gonna save you all day. Um, making sure that computers are up to date. I- I'm sorry, wow. there's no more support for Windows Seven. So if you're on Windows Seven, <laughs> please call me and we'll help you. Or one of the uh, one of the other, you know, many great IT companies that are in the area can help you do that. Um, we're actually getting ready to try to do a huge migration with one of our customers. So hmm. it's what happens is is when they don't support it, then that's the operating systems that the hackers go after. It's like, oh, wow. there's no more security patches, and I already know that this is open right here. I'm just going to exploit this all day. Interesting. So, I mean, stay on top of the, the security patches and the updates with your computers. Make sure you're at least on Windows 10 now. I mean, I'm not right. a... I'm not a brand loyalist or anything. Anything that's reputable, just right. make sure that it's there. So so that's just some of the, the basic stuff that we all should be paying attention to. Okay, so let's shift to we're thinking about looking at engaging you mm-hmm. and your team. What does that look like, particularly in the early going? What does that process look like if we want to engage you? One of the things that we like to say is if you look at it from a restaurant point, your cook can't be the health food inspector. So you can't, if you go and tell your cook and say, hey, is everything all right back there? He's going to say, oh, yeah, everything's fine or, or whatever. And this, your cook's been there for years, has been doing the same thing. You've got complacency and everything else. Well, he's not ever checked, you know, to make sure that the anything's calibrated on the refrigeration units and everything else. We're just that second set of eyes that. And incidentally, we're, we're, this guy might not be. Lying, he may actually think everything's okay, right? right. That's his That's his lens, right? Everything's exactly. smooth, it's running, we're getting the food out. But, okay, go ahead, I'm sorry. Right, and, and I mean, that's the thing. And, you know, uh, using another al- analogy, he's been working on gasoline engines all day, and you're asking him, you bring, all of a sudden you bring in a big truck with a diesel engine. He's not going to have the tools mm. or even the skill okay. set because that's a t- completely <clears throat> different thing. Right. So that's where we can come in. Our purpose is not to make them look bad. It's to actually make them look good and not only, you know, do the check and everything else, but also teach them, you know what, these are the things that you've got to stay on top of. These are the things to look for. So, And I would think that a professional in that capacity, internal like that, who is, who is really at the top of their game, would want outside perspective. They would want – 
you just like the you know the best in in sports want some coaching and some right. counsel and help them kind of rethink the way they're coming out of the starting blocks or shooting the free throw or or what have you. Right. Yeah. All right. So you come in to offer some pre- fresh perspective. Do you do anything in particular that you're allowed to talk about to kind of get things going and get a good handle on what? what the situation is broad generalities um <laughs> i don't want you to share anything yeah. you know i don't want to give the yeah. hackers a tip or anything but. right so basically we go in and we've got tools where we can go through and basically knock on all the doors and windows to make sure you know what's open what can we actually get into what are the hackers you know looking to do and um based off of that then we can say all right this is okay that it's open, but you have to do X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. So basically, we go through and do a full-blown analysis on everything on in their technology infrastructure. Not only do we do that, but we go and say, who are your vendors and who has access to your network? Oh, okay, So, because this could be an Achilles heel, right? The, Correct. The vendors and however we're, how our relationship is over the... Correct. So it's... You know, well, we deal with this guy who delivers corn to us all the time or something. Well, he was just hacked last week, but he still has access point. Well, guess what? He has access into you as well. Aye, aye, aye. So it's the continuously thing. It's basically it's we have to have the mindset of a criminal to go in there. (laughs) And that's what it is. (laughs) Now, this is getting fun. So you really do. You sort of have to play criminal. You got to start thinking like the criminals, right? To really help me. Right. That's got to be fun. Uh huh. So <laughs> we, you know, so there's that. We actually go through and we have um, do analysis on their their. You know, can, can I get into this door? Even you know, that's part of that thing. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got tools. I, I've got a tool where, you know, some of these have the slide locks or whatever, and or, or you know, key cards, HID cards to get into access. I right. have a thing that I can go. I can be like five feet from you and activate this device it reads what's on that card holy cow then i switch it and then i can put it back in in uh submit mode and then i can just go in the door that you just came out of if i do anything at all to make you uncomfortable or piss you off during this interview please tell me and let's clean it up because i do not want you mad with me (laughs) so do you actually find yourself on some projects even um i I saw this in some movie it's like actually hacking their system just to kind of just to see where the faults are and, and say, hey, look, Joe, look, Sue, you got some real challenges here. So that's a really fine line. Um, when I graduated, I, just like doctors do, I had to sign a Hippocratic Oath. Basically, I'm not going to do bad things with the knowledge that I have. Um, and, you know, most everybody that has come out of there, you know, we stand strong and behind that. Right. Um, the laws are pretty much like this. If you think of a house, I can come and knock and knock on your door. I can be even creepy and look in your windows to see if I see something. The second that I enter your door, that's when I'm breaking the law. Okay, well, I'm not suggesting you do it as a marketing technique, although I see, I see where that would work. I meant like with like full permission. Like, come on into oh, my yeah, shop. full permission. Okay, so. no. <laughs> I did hear a story once where I'm from Pensacola, Florida. A guy that sold windows had a, had a, a pickup truck with kids in it with BB guns. 
So anyway, yeah, I'm not suggesting Mark. Okay, but no, with full permission. So full permission, we go in there. We go in in as deep as we can. Okay, and and be you 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 put on this hacker persona, right? Right. So that's one portion of it. There's actually a service that we provide. It's called red teaming, and usually that is hired out. That service is activated by a CEO usually or CFO. Yeah, upper things, and basically that is is you're not telling your IT department that we're there, and think of it as kind of a ninja type thing where we're going to go in and infiltrate as quick as silently as we can, go all the way in, see how far we can get, and then come all the way out undetected. See, this is where the submarine training, the mom and the computers, the virtual, all of this. You had like the perfect pedigree, education preparation for this work, didn't you? Yeah, it, it certainly <laughs> helps. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's kind of what the submarines go in and right. remain undetected. Um, so that's 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 called red teaming, where we go in and we just we go in like ninjas and see how far we can get, and then we report back. Got it. And again, it's will the IT department get really hurt feelings? Probably, but I mean, at the same time, it's it, it's it's an eye opening experience for them. It's like, look, right? If we do this again. We should only be able to get to this point before you have alarms and triggers and stuff going off because that's that's something too. A lot of the these companies, no matter what size they are, they don't even have monitoring saying, "Hey, something's not right here," or wow. you'll have a company that says, "Oh yeah, I've got a firewall that I got at Walmart." Well, <laughs> you're a business, and you know those are even you know at, at best something that you use for your house. Well, but, and, and there goes my Walmart sponsorship. Thank you. <laughs> they're very good. They're very good on other things. At, <laughs> Great deals Walmart, on TV. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we're going to have to wrap here in a minute because yeah. this is fascinating. To me, I, I could talk about this all, all day as much as it is scaring me uh, a little bit. But I did want to ask before we wrap this segment, what about the human factor? Like even with all these tools in place, there's some – I get the sense that there are some things that we can do and not do that could – that could um, keep us from shooting ourselves in the backside too, right? The, right. Don't we as humans open some doors that we shouldn't? Yes. Okay. So humans are, are unfortunately, the, the weakest link. Um, okay. All right. Wow. We're, we're somewhat trusting and we're very click happy. And it's like, mm. wait, I didn't mean to click that. Well, you can't <laughs> take that back. You can't control There's Z. There's no one clicking. Yeah, you can't control Z a button, a, a mouse click. So there's, um, there has to be a little bit of sense of slow down, have a little bit of sense of paranoia because it's like, there's a lot going on right now. Um, I get a a threat feed every day and it's just astronomical. The stuff that people don't even know and hear about. I mean, like Chrome, for example, you constantly have to update Chrome because everybody's that, that they're a huge target and everybody's wanting to. Find what that vulnerability is to to do ah, that. So interesting. All right, uh, we do need to wrap this segment, and you got to come back sometime. Okay, and it might be even fun. Maybe come back with a delighted client, like a local client. Okay, and, yeah, and yeah. we'll talk about their business too. But what I'd really like to do is hear about the partnership and and how you guys have chosen. I, I think that could be a lot of fun. All right, if someone out there would like to speak with you or someone on your team. Let's give them some points of contact, whatever you think is appropriate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know what's allowed if you got to have, like, an encrypted password, but I'd love for them to be able no. to get in touch and get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to reach out? Um, 
usually, well, I say this, um, call me, but I actually have that um, robo killer sometimes, and it doesn't go through. <laughs> so you may be talking to Boris. Oh, um, gosh. But uh, my number is 770-712-6668. Um, email's always good. It's just R-S-W-E-A-T-L-A-N-D at Orcanus.com. Um, you know, always come check out the site if you'd like to, Orcanus.com. And, uh, you know, even if it's something, if, if you're not sure, we'll make sure it is secure. So, I mean, we can do that. So Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for joining thanks, us Colin. this morning. Man, this has been informative, a little bit scary, but I think it's an important topic, and I want to stay on top of it, and I'm quite sincere. I think there's probably some wisdom in having you come back uh, come back periodically. Hey, how about hanging out with us while we visit Absolutely. a couple of the guests? All right. Next up on Cherokee Business Radio, we have the man, managing partner, Graham Poobah, with Carolina Cleaning Solution, Mr. Luke Brullard. Did you learn anything in that last segment? Uh, yeah, way too much, probably. <laughs> One, that we, we probably don't want to go into talking about commercial cleaning after that. Um, but, man, that is, that's fascinating. Uh, I, I definitely need to probably upgrade my, my computer system. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or Canis will be getting a call from me. So. <laughs> you know what we didn't ask him? We'll ask him off air maybe because I really do this, want this to, to be your time and your segment. Yeah, yeah. We didn't ask about the origin of the, of the name Orcanus. Maybe, maybe on the next episode we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that. All right, so let's talk about your outfit. Uh, yeah, sounds pretty simple, straightforward, but my experience has been it never is. Uh, what you doing and why, man? Yeah, absolutely. So, it, again, I'm a commercial cleaner. Uh, that simple. We, we handle your nightly janitorial. We will do all of the specialty flooring. What we consider specialty flooring would be stripping and waxing tile floors. We'll do your carpet cleaning. We will do uh, your tile and grout, clean that, make sure those, those grout lines are nice and, and white or gray again, uh, whatever color they started. Um, but we've also recently gotten into polished concrete work and then livestone polishing. So the, the Traversteins, the, the really nice tile you spend a lot of money on. Yeah. They, they dull and wear over time. We will grind those out and repolish them to, uh, to their, their natural beauty. I think I may have seen what you're describing. I may not have. Most of what I discover, most of my new knowledge comes from either being in a winery, a craft brewery, or a bar. Uh, this time it was a winery okay. uh, a couple of weekends ago. But it was this beautiful floor that was clearly concrete under it. Mm-hmm. But somebody had done some magic something on top of it. Is that yeah, maybe yeah. what you're talking It was so, beautiful. Absolutely. A lot of people actually like epoxy or put a... Uh, another kind of chemical sealant over it. Okay. What we'll do is naturally polish it. Uh, you can get a concrete floor looking really shiny naturally. Really? Just putting... by scrubbing the heck out of it with Absolutely, the right Absolutely, yeah. And machine. It, it actually lasts a lot longer. So a heavy, huh. heavily traversed area, uh, right. naturally that, that sealant is going to wear away over time. Uh, by naturally polishing it and bringing that, that just no, no additional chemical, uh, you're going right. to get you know three, four times the life out of that floor. So your service, is it the kind of thing that businesses will try to kind of do on their own up to a point? And then they say, okay, we got to get some pros in here. Do you run into that Absolutely. a lot where you're sort of taken over from the three people on staff who are responsible yep. for <laughs> emptying the trash and all that? 100%. So yeah. we, we do get that feedback a lot. Oh, we do that in house. It's like, I'm awesome. That is great. I'm glad you have somebody doing it. Right. What's been your satisfaction level is is the the million dollar question. Um, 
what is your customer satisfaction level when you walk in and, and you see something that it's maybe a little unsightly that, right. that kind of it's a reflection on you and your business at the end of the day. That's where we come in. We can we can absolutely help that. But if it's if it's janitorial, a lot of smaller businesses will do that in house. Not a problem. I completely understand. But those in house folks aren't going to be the ones to do the carpet cleaning. They don't have the tools, the resources to do that VCT tile work, make it you know really shiny again. You walk into right. a hospital, they're they're usually very very clean, very shiny. There's a reason for that. A professional team came in and redid that floor, right. and they do it a lot. So, so is that sometimes your entry point then? You know, maybe I'm a financial services company, a real estate development company, whatever. I've got a couple floors over here in a, in a commercial building, and we've had, you know, just different people emptying the trash and every now and again. But maybe your entry point is you can come in and do a deep clean on the carpet. or that is that how you sometimes build the new relationships? Absolutely, yeah. One-time cleans are great for us. Um, okay. it's, it doesn't have to be an ongoing relationship, but obviously we would love that. Sure. But, yeah, we, we'll come in. We'll do a maintain <clears throat> clean. We will do a one-time clean. We'll do a construction cleanup. So, obviously, either a property takeover or a brand-new project just got built. We can come in and, and handle that. Absolutely. So, well, it, I'm always fascinated, and I'm interested to get Anna's um, uh, input on this as well. In a moment, we're going to have Anna, Anna Teal and, uh, and her compadre, uh, Jessica, talk about uh, all things marketing. But I, I am curious to know how the whole sales and marketing thing works for a firm like yours, uh, because it's B2B. It is. So it's not like a Super Bowl commercial probably not going to do you much good, plus could be a little – your pockets may not be that deep anyway – like, how do you get to have even like conversations like this yeah. with people who ought to be seriously considering your, uh, your services? How are you, how are you getting in that position? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's local community work, uh, networking. Um, we, we've actually sponsored a whole for a, uh, the crew Atlanta event. So that's, uh, like women in real estate. Um, from there, we just, we, we got the opportunity to talk to all the people we try and we'll call it cold call unfortunately that's the the nature of the beast uh to get out there you have to kind of cold call sometimes uh, it's not right. fun so the more we can get out and be in the community and network and see you face to face the more you get to know us and you know realize that it's there is a face there is a, a person there is a soul behind you know that that cold call so because ultimately i'm buying luke right absolutely you are you're right? buying me my company my quality the whole shebang. And there's a trust. So, Anna, is that consistent with your experience of, of, of an outfit like Luke's? He's got to just get out there and build those relationships. And yeah, what's your take on the best way for an outfit like his to do? Absolutely. Like face-to-face networking is still the number one way to go. I mean, it's still the most viable way to get new clients. Um, and like you said, when they see you as a person rather than, you know, even behind a phone or a computer screen yeah. or an email, there's a little bit more impactful and you can make that connection a little bit more Absolutely. easily. So I feel like that is definitely, I mean, I say you're doing the, all the right things. Um, Ooh, it's good and, to hear. And, and <laughs> it is because, I mean, they're pros. It seems Absolutely. like, you know, um, especially in a B2B business because it's very different model um, for marketing than a B2C. Mm-hmm. So. So I say kudos. Yeah, uh, yeah thank you. Yeah, yeah. Three three you. months in, and uh, I'm already getting that praise, so that's good. Good, good. to know. Wow. Yeah. continue. So what are you enjoying the most, man? What are, what are you finding to be the, the most rewarding about the work? Yeah, absolutely. So I came from a, a corporate sales job. I was a national account manager for a, a large um, bathroom and kitchen fixturing company. Oh. Um, and 
the best thing about being my own boss at this point is is waking up knowing that any impact I have on the business was directly generated by me, directly generated for me. Uh, that is the absolute best feeling. That's why I, I, you know, with my business partner started this business was I want to work for myself. I want that gratification of, you know, I get a project done, you know, pat myself on the back, so to speak. It's, it was all me and it, it, it'll impact both myself and, and my family and my wife. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So three months in kind of, kind of new to this effort. Let's, uh, cause many of our listeners are entrepreneurs, sometimes even mm-hmm. aspirational entrepreneurs. Maybe they haven't made the leap yet. Yeah. Um, counsel, if any, that you might have, I don't know, three yeah. do's and three don'ts, <laughs> whatever you do, do this, whatever you do, for God's sakes, don't do this, yeah. what, this, this early in, what would you, what would you say to these folks? Yeah, so far I don't have any, don't do this. Um, everything, you know, knock on wood is, is worked out extremely well for us thus far. But if you're even aspirationally looking at, at starting a business, I say, do it. There is no such thing as a perfect time. Uh, you might be looking for that sign or that that one moment, that one thing that says it is time. It's never going to come. You just kind of have to do it. And, you know, I, I have to kind of piggyback on a lot of what Ron said is the way his business started. He's got a very supportive wife. She is able to – mine is yeah. able to kind of – Take care of the the bills, so to speak, while I'm building this up, and obviously, so marry um, up. That's step one. We, I think we are going to have a checklist here by the time we're done. Just marry like up a notch. Yeah, it sounds like we both <laughs> outkicked our coverage, which is great. So, how do you think I get to yeah. do this? My wife has a great job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, my wife April, give her a little shout out here. Um, very, very good job in education. So she's she's been able to kind of hold down the fort, so to speak, while I'm out, um, you know, hustling as hard as I can to grow, right. but. There, there really hasn't been a don't do this so far for me, which is a great feeling to have, but it's, it's all do it. Just, just go out and do it. If you want it, go make it happen. All right. Very tactical question. And I'm asking okay. as much for me as I am for the listeners because, yeah. uh, you know, it is my show, right? Uh, how do you handle the money question? Do you wait for the question to be answered? Do you go ahead and bring it up? And then do you do the kind of very matter of fact, you know, $738.14 and, you know, kind of answer, or do you do the more it depends and the range thing? And uh, how, as far as my pricing and yeah, how would you, cha- okay. if you're willing to share it, yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm curious. I think, again, I think our listeners want to hear that, you know, and that comes up for me, for people who want to underwrite or host shows. Um, I'm, you know, I've been doing it for 15 years and I'm still trying to figure out what is the best way to have that conversation? Yeah. It's, it's to have it. <clears throat> Obviously, you're in business to make money. Right. Um, so don't avoid it. Don't right? avoid it. I told Absolutely. you, we're getting a heck of a yeah. checklist going here, guys. We could publish this and sell it. Okay, go No, ahead. no, yeah, don't avoid it. It's <clears throat> That's why you're there. That's right. why they have you there, to pay you for a service. Um, but what I go in, I, I obviously will go in for free, take a look, see what exactly they want. And then from there, it's... Uh, it, the pricing model kind of changes depending on the space, depending on the the overall ass of the the job. So your work really um, is custom. There's 100%. no two spaces no. and needs exactly the same. Absolutely okay. not. All right. Nope. Your office and <clears throat> uh, you know the office down the street are going to be priced different, and that's just you know the nature right. of, of of my business. Um, Janitorial, you can look anywhere from probably ten to twelve cents a square foot up to probably fifteen to eighteen. So um, you have some 
there rational is a, basis to, to to figure because it is a very tangible service. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's 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 not just you know pull it out of a the the hat so to speak. There mm-hmm. is a science we'll call it to it, right. um, but it's it's all based on the industry. Uh, obviously, okay. some folks are more expensive than others. Some are cheaper <clears throat> than others. Some just want to win the bid, so they underprice. Um, you know, that's that's where the almost level of quality would come into uh, the conversation as well. You know, the the cheaper we bid it, you know, unfortunately, the, the cheaper the job's going to look. Uh, and I think you could say that in almost any industry, sure. um, but especially in cleaning. <clears throat> so it, it's not that I'm going to say I'm the most expensive by any means or I'm the cheapest, but I, there is a, a kind of pricing continuum uh, we look at depending on the, the scope of the, the work. All right, so let's talk about the people side. Yeah. Recruiting, developing, keeping good folks. You have people out there right now while we're talking, as I understand it. We somebody yeah. on behalf of, of you and, and your organization, they're out there in a person's place of business. And, um, I mean, this is critical. They, I mean, they could sink you or really elevate you. Uh, what, what's the – how did you crack that code, man? Hiring the yeah, right people, keeping them motivated, that kind of thing. That is uh, the, the secret sauce. Um, I'll bet it's it's hard. It's hard. It's brand new to me. Uh, I've been in interviews. I've interviewed people. I've never been the person to make the final decision. Um, mm-hmm. And now, obviously, I'm I'm in that seat. I'm wearing all those hats. Right. Um, we put a post out there, actually, on social media. Uh, another shout out to my wife doing a, a great unpaid internship <laughs> job on our social media. April. Uh, April. Way yes. to go, April. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, who's listening right now? So I know she heard that. So awesome job, babe. Um, but yeah, we, we just honestly put some posts out there saying, hey, we're hiring for these positions. Uh, got a lot of interest in them. And I went from there, messaged them back, set up an interview, <clears throat> talked to them on the phone. If, if they sound like the right fit, you don't uh, – this is an unskilled labor job. I'm, right. I'm not going to try and overcomplicate it. So you're not looking for skill sets so much as your personality, no. personality, integrity, I want, that kind of stuff. Correct. I want you to sound honest. Um, I want you to sound like a hard worker. Obviously, right. I don't know that until you actually right, get right. there. Um, so it's, it's kind of a shot in the dark, so to speak. But so far, I've been very, very lucky. I've got uh, two folks working right now as we speak mm-hmm. um, on some properties, <clears throat> and so far, so good. Uh, I will say I do a very, very good job at, at being there and supervising, especially uh, we'll call it training hands-on uh, as we start out the account. That way, I'm setting the expectation, the client or the customer is setting that expectation, and everybody hears it, and there's no that kind of middleman telephone game. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm telling you to do this. They're telling me to do something different. So everybody hears it, you know, straight from the source. Um, that's kind of also helped me out a lot, uh, especially in these early days, is is making sure everybody's on the same page. All right. So what's next for you? Are you going to continue yeah. to grow? Are you trying to get, go deeper in these existing accounts, a, a little bit of both? Where's the energy going to be over the next few months? Yeah, it's growth mode. Uh, 100% okay. is my big focus, I think, going forward, at least the next six months, uh, is strategic partnerships. There are a lot of companies that um, they don't necessarily do what we do, but they are in the spaces that we want to be in huh. doing similar jobs. So for one is we work with a commercial flooring installer. Uh-huh. In the past, they have not offered any sort of, uh, with their customers, any sort of cleaning or maintenance packages, which 
since I've been able to, you know, meet and, and partner with them, they're now able to do. So they're offering a free service on their end to their customers uh-huh. that I basically come in and uh, and help them with. So interesting. It's just a matter matter of them now, see that's smart, isn't it, Anna? That is that is good. Thing. One of our sponsors, uh, uh, Steel Interiors. Yeah. Uh, you see them on the sponsor wall there. Uh, they will come in and install like they'll do like if there's 30, 40 of these desks like we have in here. These the kind that go up and down, and they'll and they'll do that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's a maybe even a potential. Uh, a partner for you, but yeah, because you're not competing, and Correct. and and they've already got a relationship, obviously, with the people with who the run this facility. Yeah. yeah, very. Cool. I've I've got a, a similar company too. It sounds like Steel Interiors. Uh, yeah. I'm working with currently, uh, trying to well, give them a shout out, so. man. I'll, that way, I can send them an invoice. Give yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's no. a business environments. Business uh, environments. Yeah, and USA right. cabling. So it's very kinda, cool. Two different entities under the same roof. Right, so you can help each other. You're serving a common client. You're genuinely helping them. And yeah. I know, uh, well, I mean, as, as simple as our great guests come from our great guests, right? You Absolutely. Know? And so I, I'm sure the same thing is true in your world. Well, in our world, you know, our great sponsors and, and underwriters and hosts and ambassadors, they come from other people Absolutely. and they go, oh, you ought to talk to Jill. Or, it's or, all, you know, referrals, or, all referrals. Yeah. The, the other shout out I have to give is uh, the commercial flooring company is Vanguard Commercial Flooring. So okay. they've been great guys to work with thus far. So, Man, that is, you're really, you're playing three-dimensional chess here. <laughs> Instead of I'm just doing trying my best, I'm doing my best, <laughs> fantastic. All right, if someone wants to reach out, have a conversation with you, or have you come out and look at their property, yeah, or just uh, anything in between, absolutely. What's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, so we have a website, uh, <clears throat> www.carolinacleaningsolution, no s, Carolina Cleaning Solution. Dot com. There's only one solution. And only it's one Carolina, solution, baby, and it is ours. So <laughs> you'll actually get to the page. There's a landing page. Uh, you'll either click on the logo for my business partner, or you'll click on mine. Mine is the one that says GA underneath Georgia, and mm-hmm. it has a peach. Um, cool. So that's that's where you can find all my information or our socials. Uh, we are Carolina Cleaning Solution of Georgia on Facebook and Instagram. Both my email, phone number, everything you would need to contact me is right there. Um, love to hear from you guys. Marvelous. Well, thanks so much for coming in, man, and yeah, keep up the started. good work. Yeah, I appreciate it. Congrats on the momentum. We're going to keep following your story. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Next up on Cherokee Business Radio, are you all ready for the headliner? Uh, she and and uh, and her her buddy over here have been so patient. They've been taking copious notes, so I don't know if they're going to rescue you guys and help you with your marketing or if they're getting just some ideas from you. Uh, but, no, it is such a pleasure uh, to have this lady and, and, and now her colleague uh, here in the studio. She was kind enough before we actually had a physical studio here in uh, uh, Cherokee she was kind enough to do a, a phone-based, a virtual interview uh, with me, and then to kind of get me started getting me connected with some other folks in the community. So please join me in welcoming back to the Business Radio X microphone with Teal Marketing, Miss Anna Teal. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Stone? I'm doing well. I am just thrilled to actually have you in studio with, with us. This is going to be so much fun, and uh, it, what a blessing to have uh, um, come into your circle some weeks ago. It's it, it's been marvelous. Thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, 
we're happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you face to face this time. It's fun, and it's fun to. to I know, I know, uh, you and and Ron that, that character. You already knew him pretty well. Oh yes, we've worked <laughs> together time, you know, a few times. So he's a good friend of mine. And then uh, get a chance to to visit with uh, Luke, and that's a very interesting business. And we certainly want to help him out any way we can. Uh, but tell us about Teal Marketing, what kind of work you're, you're doing, and, and I don't know what we can do to help. Well, first I want to introduce Jessica. She is actually new to the Teal Marketing team and a godsend. Welcome, um, Jessica. So our, good morning. Our team has been growing, and so all good things have been happening since the last time we spoke. But um, Teal Marketing LLC, we are a you know digital marketing company pretty much. Um, so we actually work for, you know, to help small businesses with their copy needs, website Mm -hmm. needs, um, you know, their advertising needs. If they want to run Google ads, Facebook ads, we can help them develop a strategic strategy around that um, and help with even branding or rebranding their business. So, you know, just from soup to nuts, kind of making sure their brand is consistent online, their messaging is consistent online, and um, they're making sure that they're keeping up with their interactions online, what their customers are saying, and reputation management. So that's essentially kind of what we're doing right now. So when uh, when I think of a C word associated with branding, I think cool. That's the first, like, you, you want your thing to be cool. But it sounds to me like every bit is important, if not more so, and you mentioned it a couple times already, is consistent. Say more yes. about that, if you will. Yeah. So really, um, and my favorite part about my job, um, and I'm not sure about Jessica, but we really enjoy working with clients to develop their brand and really get in their headspace yeah. because a lot of people, they have trouble talking about themselves. They don't necessarily want to boast about themselves. You know, they don't want to, you know, um, you know, it's, it's hard for them to wrap their head around that. So that's where we can come in, help them develop a strategy and determine, you know, what makes them unique from all of their competition and really develop a strong message online with develop with keywords, you know, SEO potential to help Mm -hmm. them, um, really make an impression online. So that's that's kind of what we what we do as far as that goes. But yes, it all is woven together. You've got to have a strong website so you can funnel your your social channels to that website. You know, that's kind of like your hub. And all of these different marketing levers kind of work to fuel, you know, to your website which will ultimately gain that lead for you. So from social media to email to traditional marketing, all these different little things are geared to support your ultimate website. And they do, well, it makes sense now that you've kind of painted the picture for me because I can't imagine any business, B2C or B2B, my world is B2B more. I I mean, as simple as me reaching out and inviting someone to participate on the show. If they don't know me or Anna hasn't told them, hey, you know, this stone guy, he's really okay. You know, it's going to be fun. Uh, then what's one of the first things they're going to do? They're going to go look at the social profiles. Mm-hmm. They're going to go check out Cherokee Business Radio. Maybe they go check out businessradiox.com, you know, try to get a feel for the whole network. They're going to, they're probably going to do all that even before they send me a note and say, yeah, what's this all about? Or <laughs> where you been all my life or anything in between. They're going to, they're going to do that. Uh, you talked about unique. I'd really, I'd like to boil down an example because I would think this would be a real challenge. Well, being in this business would be crazy challenge for me anyway. But let's take a CPA. At first blush, I would think that many a CPA would really have uh, a serious challenge trying to differentiate themselves from the CPA down the street. 
But the truth of the matter, well, I, I'm saying this like it's fact. I'm operating under the impression that every CPA really does kind of, they are a little unique. They do have a different angle on things or a different way. Is, is, is that accurate? And can that be surfaced? And It is. It yeah. is to a certain extent. You have those... Um, those crowded industries um, that yeah. it's hard to find a differentiating factor, but I think that's what we do best because, you know, mm. you can boil down to, yes, your performance is, you know, across the board, very similar to other people in your industry, right. but there are some little things and problem solving things that you can pull out. Like maybe you are best at listening to your customers and serving their pain points in a certain way, or maybe getting back to them on time. You best at that, you know, if certain CPAs, you know, maybe they, they don't get back to you and for a week and maybe you're like on it. And that's something that is a differentiator. And so that's, that's definitely what we could try to get with them, determine what are you the best at in your industry? Um, and, and we can help weave a story to to put that out there in the digital world. You know what I mean? So we we really try to get down to the nitty-gritty and, and develop a value proposition for them. Well, I think maybe you've just described how you are different in a – or one of the ways that you're very different in a what I would consider to be a crowded – I mean, you can't swing a dead cat <laughs> without hitting a marketing person. Am I, am I right, Ron? Yeah, uh, so So you yeah. – if anybody on the planet has to do this, it's you, you've got to eat your own cooking, sort of, if, if you're familiar with that phrase, right? Yes. You've got to, so yeah. that's got to be a challenge. But I guess if, if I see the behavior modeled and I see you saying, look, this is our specialty. We're not all things to all people. This is what we do. We do it extremely well. So this is one of those special ingredients that's uh, helping us find this, the, these points of differentiation. Yes, absolutely. And you're right. I mean, we are, we, we know, we know those, uh, we know how it is uh, because yeah, you're right. There are a lot of different marketing people, um, you know, in our community. And so what we like to say is we're very different. And especially with Jessica, she brings such a well-rounded, you know, she's got B2B experience. I've got a whole bunch of experience from product management to all different types of, um, you know, things I've done in the past in my past lives that I bring to the table. So we can relate on so many different levels to businesses, especially small businesses are our favorite um, oh, really? to, okay. to deal with. Yeah. And to help uh, because you're along with them, you know, in that journey and right. you can counsel them and, you know, help them. And then you're kind of being there and you see their success and it makes you so proud. Right. So it's just, it's a joy for us to be able to help people in our community, you know, reach that different level of growth. So, so, Jessica, are, are you having fun? <laughs> How, so you're very new, right? Very recently on board? Yeah, absolutely. I've been <clears throat> with Anna for the past three months, and it's been a great experience so far. Um, kind of speaking to what Anna's already said, what I really enjoy about with a small business environment is there's so much low-hanging fruit. Coming from, like, a large national network in my previous life, there's a lot of hustle and a lot of, like, huge challenges that you're after. But when you start to meet with small businesses, a lot of them are at a place where they're not really <clears throat> sure what they're doing. And we can come in and really show them these are some basic things that you can get started and start working. Um, my favorite thing to say is working smarter, not harder. And yes. kind of um, <clears throat> rather than casting a wide net, kind of helping them to kind of fine-tune what their efforts are and maximizing their time and maximizing their budget. Yeah. So the on is there an onboarding 
structured process that you guys have, or is every situation <laughs> so unique you just kind of have to feel your way with a new client? Well, a lot of people come to us with specific needs. So if you go to our website, which is tealmarketingllc.com, you'll see a bunch of packages that we kind of put together based off of kind of an average of what our customer clientele will want. Mm -hmm. But usually that ends up getting tweaked because, you know, some people end up having, you know, two social media channels or five social media channels or, you know, they Um. have different needs. Um, and they have different goals too, you know, so we try to get with them and really figure out, you know, what's your goal this next year? Is it to grow your audiences? Is it to create, create more engagement? Are you wanting to try a new social media platform and give it all you've got, but maybe you need some help and some guidance, you know, so, so those things are, you know, developed um, at the point when our customer contacts us and we kind of say, okay, like we'll brainstorm what's best. And oftentimes I will say a lot of our clients will come to us and they'll be on so many social media channels and they'll be just killing themselves. And we're like, based on your industry, let's like, look at this. Uh, You know, your customers aren't really necessarily on all of these platforms and let's see if we can cut the fat, you know, because you're wasting a lot of time and energy you know, um, trying to make something work that may not work for you and may not be where your customer is. So we, we want to optimize that, um, like Jessica mentioned, work smarter, not harder and help, help guide them and best practices and how to really, you know, work smart on the social media and the digital realm. So in the social media, this is going to sound like a self-serving statement because I feel like this is one of the the advantages of, of working with a business radio X because we're such a content factory, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll hang out here for an hour <clears throat> and we'll generate a ton of content Yeah, and, and we're just chewing the fat, right? Um, but it, it, it's, it's my understanding that one of the challenges of being effective on social media is just what do you, what do you do? Cause you, you can't go out every time and just say, Hey, look at me. I'm great. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so you, you have to, you have to sort of feed that beast. Am I right? Oh, yes, you do. You have to definitely feed that beast. But it's, you know, our biggest motto, and I think Jessica would agree with this, is quality, not quantity. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, right. So, you know, trying to make sure that you get things that are relevant to you and not only your, your business, but are also relevant to your customers and know mm. your customers. And that's where <clears throat> it goes back to the branding piece, because when we work with clients to develop their brand, we also develop their kind of, you know, their customer, their target market, we give them a name, we give them, you know, what are their characteristics? Where do they live? And so doing that work up front, it may seem like a lot of work. And a lot of people are like, why do we need to do this? But it serves you very well, you know, and it kind of sets those guardrails when you're doing your social media work, because you, you know, you don't want to develop content that's going to be outside of what they're interested in, because you're going to get low engagement. So it kind of keeps you focused and it keeps you um, developing content that's relevant and that will perform well. And, you know, there are some tricks of the trade um, when it comes to social media, getting around certain algorithms, things like that. And that's where your expertise and, and experience. And we can help with that. Yes, uh, right. we can help with that. But, you know, it's a, it's a very strategic approach, like I said, that starts with the branding. And, and we always ask, like, do you have a solid brand? Do you have brand standards? Do you know what your target audience is up front? Mm-hmm. So we can make sure that we take all of that information into account when we when we start developing a plan for them. Um, so a, a little while ago in, in another segment, in an earlier segment, uh, Luke uh, with uh, Carolina Cleaning Solution was talking about strategic partner. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm sure, Luke, you're probably, if you're not already there, you're developing a social media presence. You have stuff out there on these platforms. Is, 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 is Luke and his organization well-served periodically by coming and, and uh, shining the light on what, who's your flooring partner? Uh, Vanguard. Vanguard. Is there some wisdom in him, like in them somehow, like doing a post or even a series that's all about how, what, what, how great Vanguard is, like not shining the light on themselves? Absolutely. Okay. I'd say partnering, doing those social media posts, knowing how to tag them, you know, uh, you tap into their network. So if they've got like a million people following them or, you know, that's that's great for you. So I say that, I mean, the more you can do of that, that that's going to help you get an organic boost on social media. So I definitely think that's a smart way to go. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Just, just make sure you're tagging, though. Of course, Don't, yeah. Yeah, you got to know all the things to make it work for you. Can't you. you can't Vanguard. just say Vanguard. You got to yeah. do that. Yeah. The, right, the right tag. You got to. But that, that concept goes back to you know time immemorial. There, there is some just good mojo in Business Radio X shining the light on you guys. We, we get to come along for the ride, right? Like we're going to publish this show in the next day or two. And you guys are going to get some great exposure. And, and with you being on the show, we're all going to probably get better exposure than we <laughs> normally would. Uh, but Business Radio X gets to come along for the ride. I don't have to you know, brag about Business Radio X during the show or in the posting. Right. Right. And so that's uh, – and, I mean, that's the oldest time. Just, you know, being a good person and helping other people can be a very lucrative yeah. Uh, methodology. Well, and also you've got three <laughs> friends who are going to share all of your content right. and that's invaluable. So, you know, it's all everyone kind of helping each other promote business. And I think it's great. I think that's that's fabulous. <laughs> so bringing a colleague on like this, um, have you, did you really have to think through beforehand and are you probably having to evolve the division of labor? How, how have you attacked it now that you're sort of expanded the team? Well, I will have to say, um, going from one to two is a big decision, I'll and bet. I was a little bit stressed out about it, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I just attribute it to God, worked it out, and, you know, I told Jessica, I've, I've known her for years. I mean, God, how long have we known each other? Ten years? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to date ourselves. We're going to say how old we are. Uh, but we actually knew each other from college. We were oh, really? study abroad mm-hmm. roommates to Mexico. Um, Very cool. When we went to KSU, but... Um, uh, yeah, she's a dear friend of mine, and I knew she was looking for an opportunity, and I said, okay, I'm going to send her a text message, and, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be. <laughs> and it was meant to be. It was meant <laughs> it to was be. the best time text message. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, I'm crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? And she's like, I needed this. <laughs> so, so it just worked out, you know, and when those things happen like that, you just, you're like, well, I guess it's just meant to be, and it's been great. We've had so much fun working together and helping clients oh, and good. serving our community, so it's just it's great. It's well, awesome. And, and you take that quite seriously, this serving our community. I mean, we all say it, and, and, I, and I will say Business Radio X really tries hard to, to do it. Um, but you really take – that's a very serious part of your ethos, your value system, the, the way mm-hmm. you guys want to go to market, yeah? Absolutely. I mean, community is first. And like I said, when it comes to small businesses specifically, especially in our local town, we want to see those businesses succeed. And we just have a soft spot for that. And so I think, you know, we really try to work hard to get them up and running because small businesses, they've kind of gone through the ringer the past year or so. And so. Amen. I'm raising my hand. (laughs) No, it hasn't been an easy ride, right, guys? It has. And so, you know, I think that kind of fueled our passion more to help do whatever we can. And 
we really think of our clients as family, you know, or friends. It's just we're kind of partners with them, and they know that we want them to succeed, and we're acting in their best interest. And, you know, we'll never sell them anything they don't need because we know they're right. tight. You know, we know sure. the hard times they've just come through. So we really try to say, hey, if if I was in your shoes, what would I need and what would be my top priorities? And that's how we That's work. a great so. way to approach it. And my experience has been with small business people, when they start to see an ROI on that, then they will invest more with you if it makes sense. Absolutely. And they trust you. And, yes. and so sometimes those can be very significant, um, lucrative accounts, but rightly so, because you're, you're delivering on the ROI. So uh, probably a conversation for another time, probably not even an on-air conversation, although it might be fun to do it that way. But I want to plant a seed with the two of you. One of the um, key ingredients to getting a new studio up and running in the Business Radio X network is to, one, have a house show like this that serves the general community. And then there are some specific um, niches, different ecosystems that we all try to serve. So I've been teaching people how to set up these studios and run them for years. Um, But here, one of the next steps for us is I need and want to launch a women in business show. So I need to be thinking about the branding, the positioning, the last person on the planet that should host that show is me. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like very much to find a sponsor. I don't have to get rich off the sponsor, but I, but I, you know, I need, I need it to be positive cash flow on that. But the, the, um, the show concept, if you will, is to have, you know, a a room full, two, three, four at a time businesses that are, are, uh, run by, uh, by females, by women in business. So I'll take all the help I can get just casually, just as you know people that you think we ought to invite to be uh, anything from guests to sponsors to maybe in, in hosts or whatever. But also I, I think it would be unwise not to really think through, I don't think just Business Radio X or just Business Radio X Cherokee branding is enough. I think we got to go a little deeper and, and really, does that make sense yeah, to you? Yeah, absolutely. I think that okay. would be smart to do. Count us in. We'll be glad to help with that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I would think that we would, you know, we would want to walk through this whole process yeah. and really think through who are we trying to reach? Why are we trying to reach them? Where are they hanging out? Yeah. Where do they get excited? All the stuff you marketing people <laughs> ask the, ask the good questions. So anyway, we'll take all the help we can get on, absolutely. on, on yeah. that front. Yeah, of course. So what's next for you guys? Uh, it's an exciting time for you. I feel like, uh, particularly in this community, I mean, what a supportive community uh, Cherokee is. Um, but it's, I, I, I feel some, some new energy. I, I don't know, you know, with the, with the, the pandemic, kind of some of those worries are subsiding. Is that influencing some of your, your plans for the coming months? What, what's on your radar? Yeah, I mean, I think we want to grow and we want to, like, you know, kind of expand. And like I said, the more we can help our community, the the better we are. And so I, I think we're we're just definitely on that growth bandwagon. So we're we're looking for new clients, and okay. so we're we're definitely we're definitely there. So yeah. Well, if there's a way for you to leverage this platform to build relationships or serve your clients, mm-hmm. or let's I mean, let's think that through a little bit because yeah. that's. Uh, it's a it's a fun way to serve, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I've I've enjoyed hearing everyone's stories. I have too. It's been a blast. <laughs> and Jessica, I'm so glad that we've got you in the fold. This is fantastic. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's leave our listeners with a way to uh, get in touch with with uh, you or or Jessica. Whatever you feel like is appropriate. You know, LinkedIn yeah. website. 
phone, whatever. Sure. You can go to our website at tlmarketingllc.com. You can find our contact information there, you know, phones, emails. If you want to email me, my um, email is Anna at tlmarketingllc.com. If you want to email Jessica, you can uh, flood her inbox at (laughs) jessica at tlmarketingllc.com. What a delight to have you two in the studio today. Let's do it again. You know I'm quite yes. sincere when I say let's swing back around and uh, Absolutely. And I would love again. to be a part of that journey to offer some insight into women-owned business. <laughs> Fantastic. It's All right. Well, run. we'll put some thought and energy into that. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Cherokee Business Radio. 